at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. All right. Thank you so much for staying with us. Now we're moving on to all things labor related. And my guest is labor law expert Mike Bagram, who is going to take all your questions around whatever concerns you have, whatever and un- un- anything that is unclear to you uh, during this time. A lot of people are being laid off and, and all sorts of things are happening. You may have questions around your UIF applications and so on. Start dialing in now on 891 Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon, and thank you for having me on once again. Mike, I'm very excited about the show. Yes, wonderful to have you again. Mike, just quickly, just um, give us a, a quick update on the UIF applications that were said to have been op- uh, closed, I think it was this week. Yeah, you see, what, what has happened is that the Minister of Employment and Labour had agreed that everyone would get their UIF, their TERS, their emergency funding, up to and including the 15th of August, which was last week. And many people panicked because, and I've just had a call now, five minutes ago, from an employee who said that company hasn't put in a claim uh, for them since April. Um, It's just discovered. And I've said that what's happened now is they have opened it up again for people to claim at any stage up until the 15th of April, but... Backwards. In other words, yeah. you won't get payment after the 15th of August 2020. 15th of August 2020 is the last day on which you actually qualify to be paid, but you can still claim uh-huh. up until the 15th of September. So that's big news for everyone because a lot of people claimed late and they had closed it on a previous occasion during May and they said, well, you can't claim for April now because the end of May has come. But those people that were rejected can actually put in their claims again. Okay. And the department will reconsider and then say, well, we've opened it again, so it's open for everyone. You can't discriminate it one against another. So because of that reopening, that you can put it in. But remember, deadline is the 15th of September. So we've got lots of time now, but don't tarry. Don't wait too okay. long. Rather put it in now. Mike, to be clear, it's retrospective to, to when? It's retrospective right up from April till the 15th of August. Okay, so just because you are sending in your application now, it doesn't mean that it's going to add August to September. This is just a window for application. That's exactly it, yeah. You're better better describing it than I am. No problem at all. Uh, Let me go quickly to Ugutle. Ugutle is calling us from Newcastle. Good afternoon, Ugutle. Hi, how afternoon? Hi, Ugutle. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Yes. What's your question for Mike? So I was I wanted to ask that. Um. So my uh, my uncle was working and got injured at work. Mm. So after that he got ignored. Um. All his money he never received any of his money after he got injured at work in '93. So every time he goes to the Department of Labour, they chase him away. So I don't know if you might help there. Is there any more information, Ugutle? Why are they chasing him away? Do you know more about the case? Apparently, apparently there's an account. There's a, there was an unknown account that the money was going to. So we wanted to investigate about that. So when we went there the following day, they said um, um, they, they will refer us to the manager. When we got there, they said the manager is not there after three to four hours. When we got there the following day, they told us that um, we, we we shouldn't come back. They'll call us. Because they gave him only a thousand rand, but they didn't want to print us the 
the, all his information of when the money came out and how much is left and all that. So they only told us that 18,000 rand was um, sent to an unknown account, the account that we don't know of. Oh, good so when we ask them, pardon? Who, yeah? who, who, who gave him 1,000 rand? Was it the employer or was it who, who gave him the 1,000 rand? It was the employer that works there at the Department of Labor here in Newcastle. The employer, so it was the Department of Labor that gave him a thousand rand. Yes. How, how did they, they give it to him? Rand. How did they give it to him? I was it they, deposited? Was it? How did he get, receive the money? I think they gave they gave it to him cash because after that they said he must leave. They'll get back to him. That's weird. Since then they never got back to him because there's an uh, eighteen thousand rand that was sent to another account that he doesn't know of. So when he asked about it, they said. Um, they didn't give him that much information because that account, they replaced his account with this unknown account that okay. we don't know of. Let, let, me, let me bring Mike in there. It's Dodge, hey? The cash payment, Mike, from an employee of the department. That sounds a bit suspect. It sounds really awful Pardon? because it, so, it sounds terrible, specifically because I think there might be fraud involved. Yep. I don't know if you heard, there was a famous case about a month ago where an employee colluded with another employee at the Department of Labor. Mm. At the UIF, they changed the banking details from the company's banking details to one of the employee's details. Mm. And he got all, I think it was six and a half million rand, was all sent into his personal account and not to the company. And of course, what they've done now is they're investigating it and they've found that there was an accomplice in the department who helped that employee change the details his private accounts. Now, it sounds like it might be something similar to that. What they have to do is they need to lodge a complaint. Um, There are official complaints if you go onto the portals and you see that there is um, uh, official places where you can actually phone and report fraud uh, at the Department of Labor um, website. Uh, But if I may, I want to give Jeffrey Malaluki's email address. Go ahead. Uh, Go Um, ahead, Mike. It's Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, mm-hmm. dot Malaluki, M-A-L-U-L-E-K-E, two, in other words, numeral two, mm-hmm. at labor, L-A-B-O-U-R, dot gov, G-O-V, dot Z-A-Z-A. Okay. So it's Jeffrey, dot Malaluki, two, at labor, dot gov, dot Z-A. I found him very responsive and has been investigating a few frauds for, for me and having a look at this and actually getting to the bottom of it. But this one sounds like fraudulent because who would give someone some money cash, in yeah. cash? It, yeah. it sounds really awful. Oh. Um, and that should be a red flag for anyone. Yeah. Oh, oh, my take here is that, you know, your uncle mustn't be walking in anymore. Uh, we'll try and give you the right details. You maybe need to take over this this matter. Yes, I'll do that. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give my producers again. I'll send you back to my producers. They'll give you the email. I think rather handle it from here. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Let me go to Tembile, who's calling us from Hamanskral. Hello, Tembile. Hamanas. You call, you're calling from Hamanas. <laughs> Tembile, how are you? It's been a long week. It's been a long, it's been a long week. <laughs> go ahead, Tembile. Okay. In Hamanas, yes. Yes, go ahead. I want to know truth to the guy about uh, about my year. We applied in in in, uh, in March when the, when the lockdown start. 
So uh, ever since, they never get anything. They just get only the money for, for only one month. I think it was March because they, they never explained to us. Maybe it's for March, maybe it's for, for May. And the guys, we never seen the guys since then. We tried to call them, we never find them. When you say the so guys, we to who, call, uh, which guys are these, Timbile? I'm saying when you say the guys, I just want you to be a bit clearer with who who are you referring to when you say the guys that you're calling? Is it is it the UIF, the Labour Department, or is it your the company? You, I think it's UIF. We're not sure. We we've seen the money too. To mm-hmm. our phones, but we never get it until oh, I see. We, we try to call the the UF guy. There is some guy who used to come here in SAFM on Tuesday. Oh, I see. We, we talk to the guy, so the guy followed the thing. So we don't know the guys. They, they they came all the money, but they just gave us for for only. One month salary, and they never took anything. Tembile, is this the three hundred and fifty? that you're talking about? No, no. Which one is this? UIF, yeah. It's UIF. All right. Um, yes. let, me, let me come back to you, Mike. Uh, he says he only got, you know, one month's payment. Yeah, it sounds like he got the April payment yes. and hasn't received since then. Um, and unfortunately, this has been a common problem. Mm-hmm. I suspect there's about, no, well, must be one and a half million workers in South Africa that have a similar problem to him. Um, they had all sorts of problems within the UIF itself, all sorts of administrative, um, they had cables that were broken, uh, they had um, their website went down, their telephone numbers weren't answered, all those problems, but they seem to have got mostly April rights. Um, my suspicion is about 90% of the claims of April have been sorted out. Um, it then became a complete mess in May because a lot more people started claiming. And he mustn't give up. He must keep writing. Um, and in fact, what I want to do as well is I would like to give uh, Tabojo I don't know what's just happened to your phone, Mike. Mike, let me just put you back because I think there is a problem with your your line there. Timbile, from, from what we're hearing is that, remember uh, Mike said earlier that the window of, of application is open again. It seems to me like you're going to have to reapply um, because you stopped getting your money. When was the last time you, you actually got in touch again with UIF? Timbile? The last time I tried to call, I never get the chance to to to, to get to the guy. But I, I, I keep listening to to SSF every Tuesday. Yes, yes, I understand. But have have you tried to reapply, or was it just you calling no, the, the the gentleman? No, since, since they say there is no need to keep applying because you you just confuse the system. So I just just apply once. Okay, I, I have a feeling you're going to have to reapply, Timbile, but let me just ask Mike. Is that the right advice, Mike? Your advice is correct. He must apply every month. Yeah. And he's got time to do it now. As I said earlier, 15th of September is cut off. So please get the employer to apply again, or he must apply again for May, for June, for July, 
and up to the middle of August. I see. If he's still not earning his salary and he's still employed, then he's got a right to have that money um, and he must apply. So, so that's obviously the fault here. The okay. fault is that they had, someone advised him wrongly that he doesn't need to apply again, but yes. they want you to do it every month. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I th- and I understand why yeah. they want you to do it, because you might have been receiving your salary now. So you need to make the declaration again. You haven't been receiving your salary or only partially. Okay. So, Tembele, it means that it, it may just be a, an honest mistake. You You have to apply every month for you to receive every month. So you are able to retrospectively apply. In other words, you can apply for the months that you haven't received, backdate your application, and then they will pay you for all the months that you've missed. Okay, but you need to apply again. Don't call the guy that was on the radio. Go back and apply again, the same way you did it for April. Okay. All right, thanks very much for that, Tembile. Nora, you're calling from Dobsonville. Good afternoon, Nora. Oh, afternoon. I don't, I don't know where to start. Oh, man. Because you are not that clear on the voice. Oh. So Marupin deceived me. April, he spoke to one of the radios. He took my telephone. Up. I didn't I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I don't know where to start. deceived me till today. Mm. They are owing me my pension money, my... You are as my after being expelled. I will contact almost every station. I'm very I'm hungry and starving. I don't know what to talk. I don't know if Mike I usually listen to Mike better, especially I try to follow I can't so much I need somebody to speak okay. to me on starving. Nora, just hold on the line. Um, th- this is something maybe we have to take uh, offline and then try and see if we cannot hel- help Nora. We'll take Nora's number. Mike, we'll, I think we'll take this one offline. I think there's a lot there. Shame, man. This is a terrible story, and you know it's being repeated everywhere. Hmm. I think, it's, uh, it's absolutely awful because when you hear something like that, you want to burst into tears. Yeah, yeah. Because she's being destroyed by the department. That's really not fair. Yeah. That's her money. Yeah. Uh, it's not money doesn't belong to government. It belongs to Nora, um, and she deserves it. I personally, you can give her my email address after the show, yeah. uh, and let her email me. Let me step in because I will speak to Mr. Marup, Commissioner Marupeng, about it. I mean, this is really wrong. Yeah. Um, it's horrible to hear something like this. Yeah, and I apologise to the listeners. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take it offline and try and see what we can do to assist Nora. Nora, we will definitely try and help you. Bule, um, you're calling from Krugersdorp. Good afternoon. No, in Klagstorp, not Krugersdorp. Klagstorp. Oh, hello, Bule. Thank you very much for that clarity. You're calling from Klagstorp. Hi. Yes, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm trying. Mm. Look here. Uh, there's uh, this company, it's a car wash. Mm-hmm. These people are... Now, um, the owner claimed uh, for four months now, but he paid the people only for two months. Mm-hmm. And they resume work on June. Then he said, I can't pay you twice. Uh, I'm paying the salary. The UIF is also paying him. He said, if I pay you what the UIF has paid me as a relief, then it, it will mean that I'm paying you twice. They got money for uh, July. March and April. Okay, let me, let me understand. The owner received the money from the UIF, but he's refusing to pay his employees because he said, because on June you res- you resume duty, and I pay you the salary. 
then the U.S. market paid him because he claimed to using the IP numbers of the employees. Pule. And I think it's a fraud. Pule, he, he's been paying salaries. So did he pay July salaries and August? Come again? Did he pay them salaries, full salary in July and August? Yes. Okay. But he, but he received the money from the UIF because once he, he, he submitted the spreadsheet, he submitted the spreadsheet using the IP numbers of the employees. I understand. And uh, we yeah. are there, we want to claim fraud. This is fraud because you can't claim on my name and receive money on my name, but you don't, you don't give me the, the money. And you say, but I've, I've, I've given you the salary. But the UIF... Can, can I ask you something quickly, if you don't mind, before we go to... Is is the, the UIF money more than the salary money? Uh, I'm not quite sure whether the UIF money is more than I'll just have to check. Okay, and they... I was representing these people. Yes, and they are, they are, they're, it's a car wash. Yes, and then I understand. Yeah. I just want to yes. just get some fa- few facts straight. And then in June, for instance, was he paying them salaries? Did he pay them salary he, and the UIF money, them. or did he not no, pay them he salaries? No, he paid them the UIF. He paid them only salary, but he received the money yes. from the UIF. <laughs> Yes, from the UIF, then I, they went to him and said, We are aware that you receive money in our name. Yes, Pule, but why don't you? Don't, don't hang on, hang on, Pule. I get yes. that. I, I want to go back to June. So I know what happened in July and August. In June, did he pay them salaries? No, he okay. paid them salary on June. In June, he got them, he yes. paid them salary and UIF money. No, he never gave them the UIF money. I think, I think, I think, Pule, he's right. But anyway, Mike, you go ahead. Yeah, look, the Minister of Employment and Labor uh, did explain that employers can loan the money and mm. upfront because mm. he knew it was going to take a long time for the UIF monies, the TERS money, yeah. to come. So it takes so long to get out and sometimes it doesn't come at all. Yeah. And he did ask employers to come forward and to then offer to pay up front and then recover it from the UIF. And this is what correct. might be happening. I don't I know. Think so. yeah. I don't know for sure because you asked the correct question, was the TERS money more than the actual salary? But I don't think it would be. Mm. I think the department is watching that quite carefully. Yeah. So a lot of employers have been reimbursed for money that they're giving That's their employees it. up front, which is actually quite nice of the yeah. employer to do. Pula, I know I don't... that many employees are feeling hard sore about it. Pula. In this case, it's not a case. These people, when the president started a lockdown in March, then the employer submitted the uh, relief fund. He submitted the spreadsheet. Now, he was paid, and he paid them. They were sitting at home, not working, because the car wash were closed. Now, he got the money for March. He paid them the money for March. He got the money for April. He paid the money for April because they were still sitting at home. Now, on May, when they opened on April, the employer still sent the money, submitted the spreadsheet. But because they started working on April, I mean, on, on the 1st of June, he paid them the salary, but he received the money from the, the UIF. That's my question. Should yes. he pay them the money or return the money back? No. He never made a loan. Pule, Pule, hang on a minute. What, what we are also saying is that I don't know, Mike, but they shouldn't be getting money twice. Is that is that not the no, principle? No, the employees can't. That, that's yeah. illegal. You can never get more than a hundred percent of your salary. Correct. That, that, so you so, must rather 
if in fact they've been working 100% of the time and the employer can afford to pay 100% of the salary, in other words, they are filling their days like they did before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. then the employer is obliged to send it back to the department, not to the employees. Yes. If, however, the employer can show that he hasn't been earning 100% uh-huh. of his income and therefore he's just keeping people employed purely to give them their salary, then he's entitled to keep the UIF. Pule, I know it feels... we need to investigate that. I know it feels a little bit difficult, but have you, have you been in touch with UIF, for instance, yourself directly? Yes, I was in touch and uh, there's evidence, there's proof that the UIF paid money. Yes. When the employer was receiving... 100% from customers. Remember, it's a car wash. We depend on getting customers to wash the car. Yeah. And because Bully, we are we need, there... We need to move on. So I'm trying to help. I, I, I get the facts. I really do get the facts. What I'm saying to you is that he cannot pay them twice. That That's illegal. I, I, so let's just I, I, p- go past that. I agree. So I agree with that. He can't pay them twice. But why is he claiming... H- hang on. Hang on. I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to res- I'm trying to respond to that. In the event that the, the, the gentleman received more money, he, as Mike was saying, it's either that he's paying them the money and he is actually making losses. Remember, he's paying them full salaries. If you're not comfortable with that, Pule, the responsibility on your part is to ask the UIF to investigate him. But in terms of the employees getting double the check, that cannot be. Does that make sense, Pule? It does. You are making sense to me. Yeah. So I think you you are respo- you are right to ask the UIF to investigate, but but they shouldn't be getting double the money. No, I, I don't have a problem with these people getting the UIF and the salary. Yes. But you are my employer. Yeah. You are you are you are still making your money. Uh, 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 um, now because of the president said we are opening. They started on the first of June. Now you're still getting your salary as the employer then he's able to pay 100% salary to these guys. Now, at the same time, when he's still making money, the business is running, he's submitting a claim at the UIF using the ID number of the employees to get money. The, the UIF become honest. They pay the money to the employer. Now, the employee said, but you got money. Why don't you? He said, no, I can't pay you that money. It's my money. That's where the... the, the I, 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 I think... Possibly. Mm, I don't think it's fraud. The money must be paid back to the UIF if the UIF has paid the money to my account as an employer. The money I'm able to pay the employees without the UIF money. I'm able to make money without the UIF money. And I'm paying salaries. Why should I continue making claim on the behalf of the employees? Pule, that's the nitty-gritty. You and I don't have the bank sheet, his bank sheet in front of us. Mike, no, I do we, we don't have it. So that's why UIF needs to investigate that. You see, you and I cannot speak on authority about how much money he's making as a business or not or whether he's made a loss. In the event that he's made a loss and he's still paying salaries, he is entitled to that money. Mike, you want to just conclude that? Yes, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Uh, obviously, they need to investigate because... Obviously, the employee is now uh, wary about it. He's, he's worried about it, and he doesn't want fraud with his name attached to it. Well, he mustn't worry about that because the money didn't come to him. It went to the employer. If the employer has been earning his normal profit and he's still claiming the UIF as an extra, that's not what it's there for. That's not what it's there for, and they need to 
investigated. And as long as there's a report to them, then the employee's clean. He doesn't have to worry about any any problem with his name. That That's not an issue at all. Many all employers right. are doing that, and they are being investigated. And if the, if the UIF comes up with a reason, well, then you can understand. Mm. Thank you very much. Um, I'll tell you what I'm hearing, Mike. Mistrust. Sorry? I, I'm just hearing that relationship doesn't have trust. Yeah. That's well, what that's, I'm <laughs> that relationship <laughs> that is a problem. That relationship doesn't have trust. Okay, let me quickly go to a voice note. Hi, Pamelo. Can you please ask Mike, um, what, what steps, what should I do when the company is refusing with my medical reports? I've reported the case myself at the Rand Mutual Assurance, but the company is refusing with my medical reports. They say I've injured myself. It's for the second time asking this question to Mike. What must I, what must I do? Please, I need help. Thank you. Pamelo, uh, I just want to also ask your guest, Chico here. I applied also on February and I was supposed to get my money on March. Uh, when I went to submit the paper, actually they say you come to sign. And then it was that time of lockdown. They say no one is allowed to come in and you can just end up your papers. I end up my papers. I got like a small money the, after five to six days. From then until now, I never get anything again until now. And now I'm uh, two months back I had to go back to work and I don't know if they will be able to give me the money that I've been staying at home or, or it's back to square one. All right, quickly, Mike, for us, unfortunately, we so we've run out of time, but maybe try and answer the questions, please, Mike. Now, quickly, the second one I heard, I didn't hear the first one, but the second one, it's, it's quite simple. They have been actually very tardy with regard to paying people from before lockdown and that he mustn't give up the hope he's still entitled to the money and he must still push for it and he should be writing to Jeffrey Malaluki about that and saying what and explaining the full situation because he's entitled to the money I didn't hear the first one can you repeat it quickly we've completely run out of time what I'm going to do I'm going to hand out the email and then we'll catch up again next week I'm so sorry Mike we've run out of time thank you Thank you for your time. Now, Mike Bagram is a labor law expert and he's been assisting us with all things labor related. We'll try and catch up with him again next week. But the email address is jeffrey.maluleke. M-A-L-U-L-E-K-E number two at labor.gov.za. I'll repeat it again much later. Two o'clock, let me go to Utsi Lasaku for the latest in SABC News.